0: If you want to be the very best like no one ever was, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Trailblazer Talk. I'm your host, David, and today I'll be joined by my co-host, as always, Andrew. Hello. Me, you.
1: Hey, yo.
2: And Tony. To whom it may concern.
1: <laughs> you know, I read that in an email today, so it wouldn't be war <laughs> That
3: one actually didn't make a ton of sense. I went with it anyway. Well, if you're listening, then it's to your concern. Yeah.
1: So just traumatizing me for no reason. Got us.
0: <laughs> well, uh, it's great to have everybody back this week for uh, yet another episode, and uh, it's been fantastic with the 1.4 patch finally out in our hands and some brand new story. Uh, we're of course on Pinaconi this patch, right? That's that's yeah. where we uh where we I ended up.
1: The word it. was said. <laughs> <laughs>
2: This is this is just the Truman Show. I'm sorry. That's all. That's all it is at this point. We're just we're we're stuck and we're never gonna leave. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says.
1: I don't know. I feel like they set us up to leave for the next match pretty blatantly.
2: I mean, you think so? Uh, I I uh, uh...
0: we'll be there any minute now.
3: <laughs> and the one point five. <laughs>
0: But uh, in in the coming minutes, let's talk about the news. Uh, First off, we have yet another uh, drip feed trailer for our uh, new uh, friend on the most recent banner, uh, Jing Liu. Uh, How did people feel about this most recent uh, trailer?
1: I love her. (laughs) That's my thoughts. (laughs) That's all I got for you.
3: (laughs) There's some some good uh, animation there. Like, I definitely... Some good imagery in there. Although it's been a while since I watched it.
0: Yeah, one of of the things that I was, um, I don't know, like, surprised by or something like that, but uh, I feel like some of these trailers typically would have released, like, even earlier in the week, I guess, or, like, you know, a week or two before, just as part of the drip feed. Like, has there been other, uh, like, trailers during the same, like, patch where they're trying to plug even more for the banner character Like I'm having trouble recalling
1: didn't (laughs) they do that for cooler Don Hung
0: can't remember
1: I feel like his came out like with the patch that he came out in
0: that might be the case. I do remember a ton of videos around uh, Cooler and Edgy or Dan Hong.
1: You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. We're gonna cross reference <laughs> this. <laughs> I'll
2: I'll be honest. I got confused and I thought this was a Jinglu trailer that I already watched and not a new Jinglu trailer.
1: You know, that's fair.
3: I mean, there have been a lot of trailers.
2: Yeah. No, I thought this was the one with um, like I thought this was the same one that we. Uh, what was the one with um the little kid there? Yeah, know, kid. Yeah, yeah, and,
0: a little you know, she... little kid. That's his name.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Yeah, well, I remember why. why are they still advertising
3: him or her? I don't. I don't get it. Because the is active and they want you to pull.
0: My my only thought is that uh, as part of a, another piece of news worth touching on. With the recent uh, release of Star Rail on PS5, maybe it's just trying to get more information out there to potential would-be players of uh, Star Rail.
1: So I'm looking at their YouTube. And I need to see... One second. When was his banner date? It was... I can Google quickly. I know how to do this.
3: <laughs> they clearly do a lot of research ahead of well, time. While that's <laughs> happening, um, I wonder if that means. Maybe they should at least have a trailer. They'll probably have a trailer for every banner character, I suspect.
2: Well, that seems reasonable. but like, yeah. I, And that's what they do, I've seen previously, but just multiple ones seems odd. That's so. all.
1: Okay. So, Cooler Dunhung's banner ran from August, th- like, it started on August 30th. And. There was an animated short. There was first his first animated thing, which was the typical like August 25th, so a couple days before. Then there was the Celestia trailer, which is the really pretty animated one, which was August 27th. And then they also did a separate animated short with him on August 29th. So he got three things. So I, I see- guess for, like, important story characters, they're doing this, like, the Myriad Celestia trailers, too?
3: Hmm. Well, I see, like, four trailers for uh, Don Hung here.
1: Well, yeah, because that's also included the uh, Keeping Up With Star Rail, which I don't yeah. count. Um, But... If you look at the YouTube, which I'm sure everyone listening to a podcast can see what I'm looking at right at this very moment, <laughs> obviously.
0: Um, I really is- love the visual components of our podcast. It's probably <laughs> the best <obvious> part.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, me too. Um, you can see, though, like they don't do these Celest- the Myriad Celestia trailers for every character. They do do them for like the really story important ones. Like there was the one for Kafka. There was one for Jing Liu. There was one for edgy and cooler Don Hung, And there was one for um, Jing Yuan. So I guess-
2: So not Silver Wolf, not the Wocha.
1: Right, none of those guys got those. So that's why we got confused. And there's two trailers. I don't know why they're doing that. I think it's really interesting though.
3: They, they did one for Jinwan too. Yeah, I said that. Oh, sorry. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, they have got to do something to uh, you know get money towards this game because you know me you know poor sad MiHoYo they're mm. just like a uh, small indie sort of production. Very scrappy. Only making probably, yeah only making probably a couple hundred dollars every patch. So I get it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: gonna say a couple hundred dollars every minute and i'm like yeah that's about accurate <laughs> that's
3: on the low end i think yeah probably
0: licensed <sighs> to print money truly uh we definitely uh, suspect that we're gonna see some new uh listeners and, and players joining us though uh with the game now out on uh ps5 now, uh, I, I believe Miu and I are the, the only people on this podcast that own a PS5. Is that right?
3: That's correct. Yes. I only have a PS4.
1: Yeah. I have a PS3. I have a PS2 so, uh... and a PS1 so we got all the generations here. Oh my
3: gosh. <laughs> I, I do have my PS2 in my closet.
1: <laughs> See, we're, we're perfect. We're doing it.
0: <laughs> so maybe maybe this will be a, a bit more uh, between uh, Miu and I, but... So we we all had uh, uh, some lunch over the weekend. We were chatting a little bit about this. But I I don't know. I found the game really hard to play with a controller. And maybe it's just because I'm a filthy phone casual. But... uh...
1: No, no, as a like as a PC player primarily, I fully agree with you. It feels very odd playing on a controller when I'm so used to mouse and keyboard or, you know, just on my phone tapping along. It, there's something about having to hold the buttons to get to menus that I just am not a fan of. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I'm not sure what it what it is about the the setup on um a control right now, especially for a lot of the menus, but it it just feels like it takes a lot more button presses to get to different places. Like, I had even asked uh, initially, like, had anyone else played with the controller? And Andrew said yes. The first thing I asked him was like, well, how do you navigate the menus? Oh, I use the mouse.
1: <laughs> well, I,
3: I was confused because I wasn't sure I didn't realize you were talking about Star Real specifically with the controller, which I don't do, but I use control controller yeah. for other games.
1: But yeah, I I honestly, it took me, I I didn't even play it that long on PS5 the other night because I was actually just closing my PS5 to do something else. But I'm like, I'll log in and like feel it around a bit. And I just, I have it downloaded. We'll see if I ever touch it again. And this is not to say it's a bad port. The game looks beautiful on PS5. Like it runs oh, oh, really definitely. smoothly. <laughs> yeah, like I, and I if you it... like controllers for that kind of games, like <laughs> if you're used to playing Genshin with a controller, you'll be fine. Just, I am, I'm a baby. I'm a wuss, I can't do it. <laughs> i
0: I'm, I'm sure a big part of it for me is, you know, we have however many months we've been playing this game now and me exclusively playing on a phone. And now it's just like, ah, uh, my brain has to like think about what I'm trying to do.
1: Right, the muscle and memory is, is gone.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, certainly, if uh, any of you are uh, playing on uh, the PlayStation and you find that you'd like it, let us know at uh, Trailblazer at gmail dot com. That bolded line finally
1: coming in handy. Yeah, that Actually.
0: bolded line. Oh. <laughs> Reading the show notes, it's amazing. Highlighted
1: <laughs> in large font and everything. <laughs>
0: well, uh, I, I think that sort of hits us for news. So why don't we get into the uh, the, the meat and potatoes, or uh, mm. I suppose death and taxes, uh, of, of this episode, as it were. So uh, from here on out, we're obviously going to have heavy spoilers for the 1.4 main story. Uh, so this is going to be the story quest, uh, future market. So if you haven't listened, haven't played that part of the story yet, go uh, follow up there, then join us afterwards. So we we finally uh, met them. We finally met Topaz and Numbi. Was it everything that you hoped for? Yes.
1: Yes. Actually. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: and you got more than just that too.
2: I I I don't know. I was a I was a solid meh. After all that. But we'll we'll we'll
3: We'll, discuss we'll get it. there. Yeah. I mean, I have
1: a page full of notes to discuss. So. All right. But uh, first of all, um, did the IPC remind you guys of stormtroopers at all, by any chance?
3: Oh oh yeah, they're they're, they're very death trooper like. In fact,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> but with t- was ties in their uniform too, which is kind of hilarious.
1: It is kind of hilarious. <laughs> But that, that's my first comment, I guess. I was shocked. I, I didn't know what to expect from the IPC when they, like, showed up. But I i almost kind of wanted them to be, like, goofier, I guess. More, like, akin to, say, like, Team Rocket as opposed to, But they to, are like, kind of goofy.
3: Like, you hear them, like... They are kind
1: of goofy, but, like... I don't know. They're more... They're more, uh...
3: Petty?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Petty,
3: goofy? Like, they're very petty... They're, they are kind of goofy, a little incompetent, but also just really dialing in on the being mean and just, yeah, we can throw our weight around because we're the IPC.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I... I definitely feel like there's still something somewhat sinister behind the, uh, the IPC itself. Oh, uh, yeah. And, uh, I, I think we also saw that their, their ranks sort of feel like they're in disarray to a certain extent as well. Like all of the uh, different troops for the IPC were sort of going off and not really following instructions properly until they were told like, hey, you're going to go lose bonuses unless you uh, follow instructions properly.
3: And that seemed to be the the, the key motivator. They're very concerned about their bonuses. They might be their only payment, really
1: uh yeah it kind of gave me that impression i also noticed this was way at the end but we're talking about the ipc now so i guess it's relevant they're all named after gemstones or at least
3: the, mm-hmm. the upper leadership is
1: right the upper leadership is all named after gemstones i don't think first of all i think that's pretty obvious that that's not topaz's real name Because uh, that would be a very interesting coincidence unless they purposely seek out people who are named after gemstones for these positions. Um,
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are are you trying to say that, like, your your name, given at birth, doesn't just happen to turn you into, like, a superhero or a supervillain? You're saying (laughs) that, like, Otto Octavius is a little bit too on the nose for a name? Or (laughs) Mm. Victor Von Doom?
1: (laughs) It's just, it's so interesting to me the gemstone thing because like aventurine is not a like very expensive gemstone so i'm wondering in that seemed to be a pretty low question mark rank question mark question mark
3: we only <laughs> so, know the ranks of a few of them
1: right so i'm kind of wondering if the gemstones actually correlate to the ranks and overall their like abilities. like do they Do they get different gemstones as they climb up? Was Topaz always Topaz?
3: I I think not, because uh, if that was true, when Topaz was demoted a rank at the end of the 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 story, that would probably involve a new name. But she kept her name.
1: Yeah, I wonder if if somebody gets moved up to her, they'll like switch names. I don't know. You're probably right, but it just it was very interesting to me.
3: And on the same lines of that logic, like if it was like based on gemstone then whoever diamond was is probably number one and we don't know if she actually or diamond is number one or not but definitely uh copas is uh, superior even more so, so now
2: so are you judging That's... the uh the ranks of these uh gems in terms of the hardness scale or oh or i was judging
1: based on value
2: <laughs> well diamonds are valuable here they wouldn't necessarily be the most valuable
3: stone. But they'll be up there. But I don't think and that's also actually depends what's on happening. Culture
1: again. too, and also depends on what year. Like jade was uh, very mm-hmm. was, like valuable in ancient China, for example. So
2: yeah, and and the I mean I don't know. It's a, it's a fairly advanced society, and like diamond is a relatively uh, easy to to make, and it's got a lot of the material around to make it. You right. To make it fake, you know, or, or, or lab created. So. Now I'm just ripping on the diamond industry. As you should, (laughs) but
1: yeah, I just, that really intrigued me. I was not expecting Topaz's name to like have significance like that. So I like, literally like a chunk of my notes was about that.
0: (laughs) I'm, I'm curious if we'll also see some amount of foreshadowing with their names as well. Like, um. You know, one of the things with diamonds is diamonds sort of have to form around some sort of impurity, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, like, it's 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 quite common. Like, are we going to see that there's some type of impurity with the diamond in particular? Uh, I, th- I think the other thing that I'm a bit curious about is we know that there's a lot of different, like, divisions within the IPC itself. And, and anyone it finally- who has... Oh, yeah. A- anyone who's... uh <laughs> Worked for a big company knows that there can be a lot of politics within oh, yeah. a, uh, <laughs> an, an org. So, like, is it just that Topaz's uh, part of the organization is, you know, formed around these like gemstones names with their own sort of, uh, you know, rules and processes? Are we going to find out that there's very different parts of the, uh, the IPC as we go on?
1: That's an excellent question, too, because as you said we only saw such a small fraction of like the ipc in general so
3: and this is our first glimpse into the upper echelons of the leadership of the ipc mm-hmm. as well where because topaz is kind of in that more esteemed ranking there as opposed to all the grunts and low-level uh, traders that we were seeing before do we
2: know exactly how high ranking topaz is uh, she 46? was like forty fifth or six.
1: Yeah, she was forty no. fifth and demoted into forty six.
2: Oh, it was the other way. Oh, it wasn't like oh, so higher is not necessarily better.
1: Higher is worse.
2: Higher is worse. Interesting. So maybe it's like literally like a like a like a um
1: a ranking system. That like was a, literally
2: opinion. a ranking system where like number one is the leader.
1: Yeah, and that's she was like what I was
2: like in line to the. Oh,
1: I didn't, even it,
0: essentially. That. I didn't know. Oh my gosh. That. You know what? You know what this means now? Mm-hmm. We need to go get somebody to take Topaz to the raiding pistol.
2: Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> you don't know uh, Well in two weeks when I uh finally get her, I'll I'll make sure to do that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so uh beyond sort of just the ipc itself how did people feel about uh the story maybe we can start for uh, a little bit with the
3: festival well probably the best thing about the festival was princess march
1: oh she was so cute oh my god
3: (laughs) (laughs)
0: i'm i'm very curious when that's going to be a uh, purchasable outfit in the store i'm sure any minute now since you know i've spent all of my uh my gems on previous
2: polls <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course right
2: I'm looking up her, her dress compared to what she was wearing regularly is it that different yeah princess March. It it's
1: was. pretty different it's like noticeably different
3: she has a little tiara
2: or crown
0: I, I, I appreciated that uh, the, the trailblazer just came in wearing any old thing <laughs> yeah
1: I also appreciated that <laughs> I
0: I did hope that we were going to see a little bit more interaction with the uh, the festival as part of the story that entire segment was about two or three minutes that was uh, a little disappointing
1: yeah I also wish it would have been more I mean I could um... see sort of
3: you know ruin, uh, rain on that parade there for them
1: yeah as the i p c apparently tends to do <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i mean it was i i liked the excuse to visit Bellabog again um I actually so this is kind of like an overall thought, but especially noticeable for the beginning segment where you go in, you expect this nice, fun, fancy festival, and it turns out, "Ah, ahaha, debt collectors are here, (laughs) Um, which really is such a plot line in general. But I actually really appreciated it because it wasn't like we just left Bellabog and we were like, yep, everything's hunky-dory, just fun festival times. We saved the city. It was like, no no this is a rebuilding and this takes time and effort and energy and there's a lot of road bumps in the way still like this is not a snap your fingers and magic fix kind of thing and i i appreciated that actually Mm -hmm.
3: although a lot of their problems is now an external problem of the ipc coming in to just
1: give Bronya
3: a migraine
1: (laughs) poor Bronya, girl needs a nap
0: yeah, I, I definitely appreciated that throughout the story, we had sort of different cuts in the action, so we were seeing uh, different bits from different perspectives. Like very frequently, it was like going on at the same time, but somewhere else. There's this other video, and um, yeah, any any time there's segments that the Trailblazer isn't doing something, I, I tend to enjoy.
3: I'll, I'll say like in this there's been a lot of these very short like just like that these very short video cutscenes, which I think really like not just in this but in the ethereum wars as well, but they're just like I really appreciate them even though they're really short, they, they get to the point and get the message across.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I uh, I've gotta say that I feel that the uh, sort of core of the story, right. Going through and trying to work through this contract, figure out how things were going. It didn't really end up the way I expected. Yeah. uh, What do you mean, my
2: primary objection with the whole story? Mm -hmm. It didn't end at all. There was, there was like no resolution. Like we were all. Okay. I'm not even going to get it. The whole reason okay. that there was a conflict was that there was this big debt to the IPC, and after the story's over, guess what? They still have a big debt to the IPC. So I don't understand why that was the story.
3: But now IPC. they're not employees to the IPC.
2: But that, that that was ah, they added that on later. That was a
3: that was a potential solution to the original problem, which didn't go away. That wasn't the that was the solution that the IPC was presenting to them because if they didn't agree. They would just, um, imperialistically take control of Bellabog and they couldn't do anything but, but about that's, it.
0: But, but Tony's right, because Tony yeah. had, uh, had said that, like, the board had already declared that they holistically owned Bellabog. Like, they they were in arrears, unable to pay, on time. And, like, that fact didn't change. So, they you are now saying, that like, hey, uh... You know, we can uh, sort of cover our own stuff now, but we saw the debt collector, right? What we didn't see was things like, you know, the the repo man, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, and it's not clear to me that like does because it clearly the reason that that Topaz got demoted at the end was because she kind of did something. She gave that, them a
3: good a good deal rather than the deal that they were going to have forced down this throat.
2: What was the deal?
3: Probably become employees of the IPC. Or them no. taking control of the IP of Bellabog. No, no, no Now no. they just have to gave, take what is
2: gave up nothing. Right. What did what did what did the IPC get? What was the agreement? They did not explain that at all. As far as we know, the Bellabog still owes a ton to the ipc so much so like i'm sorry 700 years of interest is a lot of interest if you do (laughs) it on your calculator (laughs) if you do it on your calculator you it's not like oh we owe twice as much or five times as much it's it's astronomical and i thought that that's really what they were trying to get at. like there is no way to pay that back
3: this amount of money i'm guessing it's it's the difference between like garnishing their wages and uh Assuming control of their property.
2: No, sure. Okay. Okay. Let's assume they're garnishing their wages. They'll never get. A, they'll never get. If they could just garnish their wages, then they would have just done that in the first place. There's no way they could pay that back a, a amount of money.
3: That's why they were going to do asset uh, reclaim reclamation.
2: Right. It was literally like you have nothing. You are valueless to us. We're going to take. We're going to strip you for parts, and that's all. That's everything we could possibly get from you. And I think it's, that's it's, what they were going to do
3: originally, but Topaz right. managed to not do that. How and how, demoted. how did she manage to not do that? She probably just pulled rank and took the uh, took the fall, but she got de ranked right? Yeah, like, I, I guess.
0: I, I, I feel like in a, in a contract negotiation, if somebody else had screwed up that badly, it'd be like, okay, let's send in someone else. Like I I was thinking that the story was going to go in one of a couple different uh, directions. Like yeah. when I when uh, it was first established that. Topaz had added in like some additional note. I thought like, oh, maybe Topaz is actually really on our side. And something in that note is calling out like some sort of addendum or like, you know, footer in the contract.
2: Right, right. And, like, something, if, some, something that allowed yeah. them to like say like, oh, they loaned us the money, but it was never actually fulfilled because mm-hmm. the robots that they gave us, we never used. And so I don't know, some, some technicality.
0: Especially with the unused robots, because they they lent them a ton of money, which I guess or maybe not. It wasn't even clear, like whether it was a ton of money or they just left them the robots, because I think that was a little inconsistent. That bit of the story,
1: I but, like tell they had
0: all it, these yeah. robots and then um, they didn't use them because nobody knew how to use them. So they had to build their own stuff like because it couldn't even be turned on. Like, and I what was maybe... the whole,
2: there was that whole side plot mm-hmm. where uh Topaz takes uh Svarog to like to find the old robots
1: mm-hmm. for
2: she was to, to do what exactly? Like what was she gonna do? Build a, a factory reclaim. there or reclaim them?
1: Yeah, I assume then, reclaim them.
2: But then they didn't but like here's the th- okay, Here's the thing. What happened to those robots at the end of the story? Still there. Excellent question. You're still off. Yeah. That yeah. makes no sense. Because <laughs> Bellabog doesn't care about them. They can't use them. They're worth something to the IPC, and yet they're still there and they still owe this massive debt. It just doesn't make any sense. That I just I couldn't yeah. I couldn't get past the ending.
0: No, I, that's I, even, even at the end, when they um, you know, uh, reveal the uh oh, what is the the big old robot called? I've forgotten.
2: Um, uh Swarik? The, uh, no, the, the, the engine
0: of creation. Yeah. Oh, the big, so, big, big, yeah, yeah. When yeah. they had the engine of creation, they're like, hey, look at our amazing robot. Then I thought it was going to be like, hey, we have this thing that is totally bonkers. You just saw it and you agree it is totally bonkers. We will use this thing to repay, repay our debt. Like, that's how I thought, like, well, maybe that's how it goes. And that's not what
2: happened either. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I just want to point out $1 of debt at 1% interest over 700 years would be $1,059 of debt. So you'd be basically multiplying it by a factor of a thousand at 1%. If it was like something like more reasonable, like 5%, I I get it's 6.8 times 10 to the 14th. Like As Tranya
1: said, a string of numbers that I yeah No, know you know, that, to that read
2: that's, it. that's literally how I took it. It's like it's the number is so big that I can't possibly read it. There is literally no way we can pay it back, and that's still the case today. They did not solve the problem. It it's definitely
0: odd, right? And because if if the IPC is sort of coming in and like cutting some of these different deals and what we saw from Himiko is uh it's like they're not even succeeding in these world rebuilds or what have you all the time uh then what like you've you know sold your soul to the company store you have to buy all your products from the company or whatever and then like your planet's destroyed and you what lose everything i don't
2: know i i was uh i i think i, I was like I'm dragging uh, everybody down and I'm i'm sorry no, you're right. Like, it's a I good like, thing
1: I, to discuss.
2: Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I feel like I don't know. Like everyone was like, "Yeah, actually, blah blah blah." If this was good. This was good. And then I come in and I'm like, "No." Well, I, I think I think it was an interesting
0: story, right? Like I think it, like it was necessarily bad, but it, I, I think at the I was, same time, like it just—it's so many parts. I expected to go a different way. Like I expected him to be like. I'm going to show you the thing that you didn't see in the contract or whatever. Cause like that just, I don't know that that's just like what you see in movies all the time. Where it's like, "Oh, look at this ridiculous clause. Now everything's right.
2: null but and void. You it know? was, it was, it was, it was a case of where being a little bit more cliche might actually have worked better instead of <clears> just, <throat> just literally pretending like the problem went away. Like it just was so unsatisfying. And I really, I'll be honest. I really liked the story 75% of the way through. It was the last 25 percent that i was just like wait what 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 it, it's over like what's the i was like so unsatisfied with what actually the uh, solution was
3: fair enough you, you like i think i had to fill in the blanks i filled in a lot of blanks in my mind of what happened and it could have been more clear for sure
2: if you and certainly th- and certain things were work, just dropped you work at a bank you work at a bank okay you're a manager at a bank and someone comes in and they say, oh, you owe a million dollars. You can't, you don't have the authority to just write off the loan. You can't do that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's not a thing. So I just don't understand. Or, or it is a thing. And they say that the loan, that, yeah, the loan, it's just, it's, the loan's not worth it. We'll just you know, rip it up because it's not worth collecting anymore or we'll sell it or what. And, but even then you would still collect something. And I, I, or why would why wouldn't she offer this in the first place? Because she got demoted, I guess. I don't know. Even, even if like, let's,
0: but let's take it this flip side, right? Let's say that Branya decided that, you know what? We are going to do this. We're going to join the IPC and do what they want. What are they going to do? Right? Cuz they're they're in the middle of nowhere on an ice planet that as far as we can tell the only valuable thing there is the geomero, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like what? We have something that it's unclear whether the geomero it would be a valuable fuel source anywhere else cuz we know like it, it creates heat, but it it's It doesn't strike me as like spaceship fuel or something, right? Like something that has a lot of um, additional resources. And if they've been mining the Geomero for the past 700 years to keep warm, there may not even be that much left. And we saw that the miners, you know, had been struggling to find Geomero. Like there's that one part in the quest that they get really excited that they found a new vein or whatever
3: yeah but that's one city that's a very localized area there's
2: only one city i know but there's other cities right it (laughs) it is a whole planet the ipc may have the ability to terraform the place and and i i think you're looking past it like the, the ipc's goal seems to be to grow as a political power player and to extract resources
1: quote unquote to grow aren't they already like the biggest
2: well that's what i'm saying but like that's they're 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 very to me they're very much like the empire right from like they are
1: that's why i said the stormtroopers they're
2: going around and they're being like yeah we'll 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 take you in and you can be part of our empire and you can pay us tribute and all and we'll help you out by you know fixing your world a little bit but yeah you guys will all you guys will have no voting rights. You'll all be employees of us. You'll have to pay your taxes to us. Yeah, that's a great deal for us. Like that's the, the power. It's not the resources on the planet. It's the, it's the you know the the, the ability for them to have more and more um, pro-
3: productivity around the galaxy. You know, I mean, in this case, the, the debt people. is just a pretext. But the people are the to, resource, or they're just using the debt as a pretext to uh, assume control of the planet. Yes, very much so. So that I actually could get past so
0: here here's here's a question for you. Um, we sort of have seen a little bit of the IPC's internal structure. We kind of know some of their motivations like it's still early on. but one of the things that I think got very quickly glossed over is the board of the IPC and anyone who has worked in a publicly traded company knows that like the board is the real bosses.
2: Mm-hmm. who is on the board? Did they? I, I missed that. Did they mention the board of the IPC? Yeah,
0: because they said that. Um, you know, Topaz had mentioned that she's not only going to have to, you know, negotiate and smooth things over with her superiors. She's also going to need to like convince the board of some of these things. Like, there's a board of directors. Like, who are they? Because like, it, are they actually
2: holding the real reins? Like, who? who is the shadow of, of corporate government, right? Of course. No, that would make, actually, let's go back. That would make sense. Like if, if Topaz said, if if the end of the story was, Topaz says, you know what? You're right. Maybe I can do better. I'm going to go back home and see if I can negotiate a better deal. Then I'd be like, okay, at least now the Bellabog has Topaz kind of on their side doing some negotiating for them. But like, I, I don't know. But that's, uh, oh my god.
0: <laughs> I mean, you, you, you're right there's there's like some weird yeah, some some weird outcomes in there like uh i, I will be very when, when, when topaz fights the uh uh, uh the, the the nameless right so she's she's trying to kill the or de- defeat whatever the members of the astral
2: express like what's the play there yep yep 100 what what is what was the what was going to happen that, that, was, that just seemed like like stupid i don't know it just seemed like unnecessary
1: that, that part i was like why are we fighting right now and then when she was like oh branya thought you're gonna like let them do this on their own i was like what what i feel
3: what like happened? at that point they were just like forget drop the pretext let's just take control of the planet because we can I mean, I I appreciate that
0: like we're playing a video game and we can't go, like there's not going to be every possible consideration <laughs> of of real life here, but yeah, it, it it just it felt like there was a lot of things that were maybe a little awkward. I, I think you're right, Tony, that if um if if this had played more into cliche, it would have felt more like oh I understand what has happened here. Um, like, it like wouldn't make sense. Even...
1: Like so much the understanding part, it's more just the flow of it. It yes. seemed like they were, for me, this whole story patch. Like, don't get me wrong, there are parts of it I really, really enjoyed, but it seemed like overall this was supposed to be a good two and a half hours longer.
2: Yeah, I it definitely felt like a part Ooh. one.
1: Like, yeah, like maybe
2: maybe it gets to the point where there is that. Um, that uh penultimate that the ultimate that, what's what's the word i'm looking for is it penultimate
0: penultimate what's... would be
2: like one before last yeah no, no yeah that, there's that there's that moment where there's about to be conflict here and then then they go and figure out how they're going to resolve that conflict and how they're going to challenge this in a different way or whatever right there's like a whole second half to this instead it was just kind of like nah, let's not fight and then that's the you... end like, do you think like, that no. the,
0: the story had previously been something that was gonna be more like contract negotiating sort of thing? But because we did that with RM Alley, they were worried that maybe people would be too I don't know, like burnt out on yeah, that sort of thing? Yeah, I do wonder
1: if they changed it up because of maybe feedback they got from RM Alley.
2: Or they just ran
3: out of time.
1: No, story, or that.
3: They just they ran have, out of time. That's, that's that's a good point cuz that last bit there could have gone longer.
1: Like a lot I mean, longer in my yeah. opinion. So, I you might be right that they just straight up ran out of time. <laughs> uh in that case, they should have held off on the story for the next update in but, my opinion. <laughs> but our banners. By the way, I don't
2: I don't know if I buy that. I don't know if a company company like Hoyo could would would run out of time for something like this, you know what I mean? I mean, they...
1: I hate to always bring up other video games when we're talking about Star L, but I mean, how, did you see the last Pokemon release?
2: No, what happened? <laughs> I don't what know. What's the Pokemon?
3: About
1: it. <laughs> That's Scarlet, Pokemon company? Scarlet and Violet, like they've been the Pokemon Company International has been like run ragged. Essentially, they have a mainline release basically every year or two years or so. It's kind of insane, their dev cycle is insane. Uh, Scarlet and Violet, the newest games that came out last year, they barely function. Like you can, I still enjoyed playing them, don't get me wrong, I still loved them, but you can, the frames drop constantly, things phase in and out of the world. It's it's practically unplayable at points because they just ran out of time to fix the game. So-
3: but they still for money. <laughs>
1: But right, but print it money. prints money. And Star Rail will continue to print money no matter how much this happens. So I think in the same vein, it is possible that that Hoyo might have just said, eh, get enough and threw it on
0: there. In fairness, in fairness, with uh, the, the Pokemon company, though, I think that no matter what they create, more or less it seems, it's going to sell. And that has created sort of this not very helpful reinforcer <laughs> to their industry.
1: Oh, yes. Because like, even <laughs> when
0: people are like, this is terrible. This, you know, should have been so much better. The Switch can do more. Uh, they keep doing it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And I feed into it because I buy all the games so on release. So, so you have no talk. one to
3: blame but yourself.
1: It's true. I have no one to blame but myself. I fully accept this. Um, but I, I do think that with game development, especially for live service games, like something like Star Rail, where there's just so much content coming out in such short amounts of time, I think it's very possible that they just sometimes, like, realize that they're not gonna meet a deadline and they're like uh we don't have time to have our voice actors say record all of these lines by the time this patch goes live so instead we're gonna chop a chunk off of the story because it's still cohesive without it like i i think that probably happens quite frequently
2: it it may have happened here and i mean like it certainly felt like just like they just were like oh we gotta end it here just make up a reason it's fine right <laughs> or or even that they maybe they recorded it all but they couldn't get the dev work in and they moved some lines all around and i don't know it just
1: yeah i mean it's it's there's so many possibilities as to what could have happened i think overall at least the story was still for the most part cohesive and i did like the setup to get us into the next planet i think that was interesting and i think that puts a lot of a lot more intrigue and as you guys were saying earlier that it makes the IPC feel more sinister, like the actual like higher-ups of the IPC. Definitely, there's something going on, and that's interesting and definitely gets me excited to see where it goes. Um, but, yeah, I, I do <laughs> almost wish the IPC's introduction was a little more... Um, ...flashy, I guess.
2: I don't think we're going to Pentagoni.
1: <laughs> you I'm think we're a, trapped here forever. No, I don't
2: buy it. No, I don't no. think I don't think we're going to Pentacone until 2.0. We we do at least
0: know that uh, Topaz is going to be meeting us over there. Yes, that's fine. Uh, so is interesting. I'm 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 sure Topaz will make it there first.
1: <laughs> yes, a hundred percent.
3: Well, see, the fellow and hackers are going to hack their Astral Express and tell us we have to go here instead, and there we go. <laughs>
1: oh, oh! Though there is something that I actually really, really, really liked about the story was I liked getting all of the characters' perspective on the contract.
0: Yes, yeah, that, that's exactly what I, I wanted to, to chat about because I was curious how people felt about those different perspectives and sort of what their thought would have been if you were actually living the same experience.
1: My thought would have been um, Natasha's like summed it up very, very well for me. I have very similar thoughts to her, Um, but it, I really enjoyed hearing all the characters opinions. And it was just such a nice moment of characterization for all of them. Like the thought into it, why they said what they said, where it was coming from. Like it, just super nice bits of character writing there that i really mm-hmm. liked
2: i i wish they had i don't know i wish they had maybe played into what the other option was so like they could either sign the contract or not but like i felt like nobody mentioned that theoretically by not signing the contract that would like kind of mean like war against the IPC. Like, right. Probably. Like what else Probably. would you do at that point? Right.
3: And it would lose. So Na- Natasha's
0: N- Natasha's story did touch on that. Right. And I think that Natasha was the only one in my opinion that really had the right on it because she was the leader of a group that had been oppressed for a very long time they 're finally no longer facing this sort of oppression and the people that have you know lived pretty good lives up top were all like oh yeah like it'll all work out I haven't had a rough life whereas I think Natasha just saw you know the the, the chains coming back on mm-hmm. um, they she had already you know, Led a resistance force against the the, uh, the upper world for a very long time. It made perfect sense that she would be, you know, willing to to fight and and die again for freedom.
1: Yes, and her statement on it about how, like, I forget the exact wording of her quote, but it was really, really solid and just. You know if you've been through something like that where you feel like you have no freedom you have no security you have nothing like it it really does feel like the world is just closing in on you like you agree to something and suddenly you're not you're not allowed to be yourself you're not allowed to exist anymore freely in the way that you want to um i just i really really liked what they had her for her written because as you said it it went perfectly with her character it was the right response for her and it also shows a nice part of her character that i think isn't touched on as much too that she's kind of like she's not well from everything that happened <laughs> like she needs she needs a recovery period um and i thought that was just really interesting
0: yeah natasha's definitely got some serious uh,
2: ptsd
1: yeah. Those,
2: uh, here's our quote Those who are willing to give up freedom for security will end up with neither. Yes. So, so and that's
1: very yeah. true. That's
0: yeah. <laughs> one of the things that I think is worth calling out here is that's basically a Benjamin Franklin quote. Yep. <laughs> the, no, it is because the, the Ben Franklin quote is uh, those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety uh, deserve neither liberty nor safety. Right? right. So, like, one of the things that I had uh, read an, an article recently about was um, how much leeway the localizers had for sort of the, the game in English, right? And like that's oh, why you, there's you
2: mean you mean leeway,
1: not leeway, not leeway,
0: <laughs> not leeway, yeah, leeway, ability to make their own decisions. So, like, you know, the, the reason why there's so many, like, English memes and things like that and, and shitposting when it comes to, you know, uh, you know, sending all the messages and stuff, a lot of that comes down to the localizers. So what I'm, I'm really curious about is how does these aspects of the same story play out uh, in different languages? Like, is it still... Does, does it still feel the same, right, for mm. other languages?
1: That's a great question. I That in particular, for that specific section, I think I'd really want to see what the translated, like, original Chinese text was. Um, I'm very curious now. There's got to be someone who's done that. I'm sure there's someone who will do it if it's not already done, but <laughs> Hoyo, in general, tends to have some interesting commentary on a lot of real world things um, in their stories. Uh, and especially I think, as a formerly like mainland Chinese company, they have a lot of they have a lot of uh, interesting statements on that. And I do wonder if this also kind of feeds into possibly how some of the writers on the team felt
0: yeah it's it's hard to know it's it's a shame that uh you know, none of us can really uh comb through that easily on our own uh, but if you can and you're a listener of our podcast
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you should email us at trailblazer.talk.podcast at gmail.com you can also message us on uh twitter at Starrail podcast i i look at that sometimes oh and don't forget
2: go ahead
1: yeah, you could even come into our Discord and uh, yes. give us some knowledge yeah. about this.
2: <laughs> if you're interested in the Discord, email us at uh, trailblazer.talk.podcast. <laughs> we're we're at gmail.com. We're excited to have you. We have a quite a community. It's kind of really exciting to see. I want to yeah, I want to shout out to some of the people who have been uh, participating. I won't name names, but uh, it's been really really awesome to see the uh, the amount of uh, you know, interaction and community that we've been building.
1: If we can name names, just let us know. Yeah. (laughs) We should have a questions. Oh, we should have a questions channel. That's such a good idea.
2: Yeah, Definitely. All right, hold on, hold on.
1: (laughs) For those of
2: you in the Discord, I'm going to create a questions channel as we speak. So you're going to see the channel first, and then hear about my creating it later. (laughs) And I have clicked the button. So now you know exactly how long it took for this podcast <laughs> to be produced. No, don't give them that information. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's in the future, but in the past. So, yeah. This timeline's is getting confusing.
0: Glimpses behind the curtain. Is that the way it works?
3: <laughs>
2: oh, I spelled it wrong. I spelled it question. We only allow one question at a time.
3: <laughs> Again, there's this tape taping what? there's our one question no
0: <laughs> well uh hopefully for next week we'll uh be able to get some content from that uh questions channel uh gonna i'm, I'm sure we'll be covering uh those questions and more as we work our way through the 1.4 events i i think this is going to be a, a good place to wrap up this episode of uh trailblazer talk today Uh, We hope you've really enjoyed listening to our uh, episode this week. We hope you have a wonderful time out there blazing blazing those new trails. And we'll uh, see you again soon. Bye, y'all. Bye.
1: Bye.
2: Bye, everybody.